You've tuned into the Millennials Anonymous Podcast. And yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Today, we got a lot Get of stuff to talk about today. As your girl, Lise, gets you hyped and you're comfortable. They need to be comfortable. WRDR and for 98.4 FM. I'm going to have to throw this bitch in the river. Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl, Lise Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. So let's get this party started right and so, so very quickly, all right? Okay. Well, we're we going to set it off a little bit because, I, I, I you know, I always keep it 150% with y'all, okay? I always keep it 150% with y'all. I'm fucking tired, okay? I am sleepy. I am fucking tired. Some of it is my own fault. I ain't gonna fucking lie to you, okay? Because I didn't go to bed when I should have went to bed. Like, I went to bed at, like, 3 in the morning. So I'm tired. Some of it was I was working on stuff, you know, work-related shit. And then I started watching a film, which I'm gonna talk about that shit in a minute. Well, it really wasn't a film. It was more like a documentary because I, I fucks with documentaries heavy, okay? I could do a whole podcast just on documentaries alone. Yeah! Like, I, I fucks heavy with docs. I love me some docs, okay? Docs on docs on docs on docs on docs. And I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm tired, but I am, again, happy that a lot of things kind of just are starting to roll. All of a sudden, a bunch of shit just popped up on my list of shit to do. Oh, I have a bunch of meetings, and they didn't just pop up. I planned the shit. I put it on it. Let me stop. But... I have a bunch of stuff that seems to just kind of like out of the blue. Like, you know how stuff just seemed kind of stable for a while. And then all of a sudden it's like shit everywhere. That's what happens in life. It never gives it to you stable. You know, like it it never gives you the long stroke stable. It just it gives you the fast pumps really quick. That is kind of what happens in life. And that's what happened. It was like, ooh, like this this is zero to 100 real, real fast. So we got a lot of interviews lined up for Millennials Anonymous. I cannot wait for this break. And I, I love y'all, but I cannot wait for this break in April. When I tell you I've been doing this for two and a half years straight without taking a break. Like, I would take a break from one of the, like, the brunching or the maid series, but I would still be doing millennials. So, I, or I would do brunching and not millennials. So, I, it, it's never been a week where I've not done the podcast. So, I, I, it's not that I won't be working on the podcast. It's that I won't be recording the podcast. So, I'm going to be making the podcast better and with that being said we got a lot of interviews coming up so some of these interviews you, you're not gonna get until season four so in the fall for fall at wendy's you're gonna get it in season four so you can ask for the fall for fall in may don't ask for that shit in april we got a lot of people that we're partnering with we have the pod fest that's coming up in september we're working on that that's one of the reasons why i'm gonna take a break because i gotta really pipe down and focus on that so that shit can be hella dope so that's coming up, and so I got a lot of meetings with different people to talk about that. So I'm excited about what's what's starting to transpire with that. I am excited about that. So make sure you go to millennials.us if you've not had a chance. Millennials.us backslash conference if you've not had a chance to actually check out what is going down. So I also want to give a big super super duper super duper yes! fly super duper high um to of course miss jennifer wisdom who came on speaking speaking of docs you know shout out to her for coming to millennials anonymous i appreciate people to come to millennials anonymous that don't necessarily fit in the wheelhouse of millennials anonymous i talk a lot of shit and i appreciate people that are not afraid of the shit okay I'm not for everybody, and I am okay with that. Like I said, I ain't for everybody. I appreciate the people that I am for, and we can rock till the wheels fall off in this bitch. But I'm not for everybody. But today was a hard day to get up and do anything. And the documentary that I was watching, while well, I shouldn't have been watching it, but I was watching it, was Alan versus Pharaoh. Now, if you're a little younger, you may not be as familiar with Woody Allen. You may have seen his films, but you may not be as familiar with him. So he is a director, and I guess you can say an actor as well, since he starred in a lot of his films. When I tell you I've not really seen a Woody Allen, like, I'm not lying to you. Like, even to this 
day. If I did watch a Woody Allen movie, it's, I didn't know it was a Woody Allen movie. Because I've never watched anything with him in it. But if you've not watched this documentary, I think it's a really, really good take on us as a culture. As a society. Like, we, we want to make people that we feel like we know and we like be so great. That we are willing to dismiss obvious facts about these people just to fit the mold. So we feel better about ourselves, about liking somebody who did some fucked up shit. I feel like this, you, you should really watch this. And if we have shut down as many people as we have, I don't believe in cancel culture because you cannot cancel a human. You just can't do it unless you, you really going out there. Maybe, you know, you decided that you was going to become Halo in real life, I guess. But I think that we do need to reevaluate who we are tributing, giving tributes to, and who we hold up in high regard. And I think we do need to hold people, some people need to be held accountable for the shit that they may have done. Now, all of this stuff is alleged, sexually assaulted his, his uh, daughter, she's adopted, but his daughter at the time, who was seven years old, be, but some of the stuff that he was doing even before that happened was questionable the way he treated her because this stuff is documented he even kind of talks about this in his audiobook like some of this stuff that he was doing is documented and it was just weird and the fact that people just kind of ignored it and they allowed it it was just it's very bizarre about how really powerful people are able to move shake and make people do things to protect them so a couple of weeks ago we talked to our wprr 98.4 fm family shout out to them but we are now talking to our wrdr family is here and it's because they are a part of a music marathon that is taking place on sunday from 12 to 8 p.m i believe no 12 to yeah it ends at 8 12 to 8 p.m. So make sure that you go and download the WRDR app so that you can rock and roll in your house. And they are going to be here. We are talking to all of the female DJs that are a part of WRDR, getting their take on what it's like to be a female DJ, what it is like in their background, working through, you know, representing for some great female DJs that don't always get their shine. We talked about it all. So they are all going to be here today. So make sure you stay tuned for this interview. And we have so much to talk about in top 10 trending topics because so much shit has actually transpired over the week. So let's get into these top 10 trending topics of the week. All right, let's get into these top 10 trending topics of the week. So Andrew Cuomo possibly impeached if he doesn't resign because the shit just hit the fan. Shit just got real. So if you are not familiar with the story, the governor, Andrew Cuomo of New York State, has had a ton of scandals just hit at the same time. It was like hits on hits on hits on hits. He thought he was DJ Khaled. Another one. Because it all started off with him lying about where people died. So he made a call back when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago to say that he would keep people who had COVID inside of the nursing home would cause to way more deaths to occur. So instead of taking ownership of that really bad, poor choice, he just made them move the deaths. So instead of saying they died in the nursing home, he said that they died in the hospital, which was women. apparently or allegedly false. So we had that happen. Then he has the sexual harassment scandals that keep popping up. He think he's up to five or six. He's very Trumpian. He's pulling a page right out of Trump's book. He will not resign. He said he will not. I guess because he's, he's doing it for the free room and board. Um, apparently, he must have come out at some point and said he don't have no house. All right. He's making over $100,000 a year, but he don't have no fucking house. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, just not making no goddamn sense to me at all but he pulled a page directly out of the trumpian bible to politics and his new york vaccine czar yes called up local officials to see who was Andrew Cuomo. yes larry schwartz who was the head of the new york city's vaccine rollout he started calling people up saying hey you gonna still fuck with andrew i just i need to know what you're doing you know you you gonna fuck with my boy 
and it was like, oh no, I can't be doing this. I can't be fucking with your boy. He got a lot of shit going on. I don't really, I don't really fuck with him like that. I'm just saying. And don't nobody really like him like that. Like Chuck Schumer, AOC, Kirsten Gillibrand. They don't even really fuck with him. And I don't fuck with him neither. And so because he was calling people around, one of the people was like, you know what? I got to call the people. So they called up the attorney general, the state's attorney general. And it was like, you know what? Come on, his boys is over here. They doing some fuck shit. You need to, you need to find out. Because I think there's some ethics, okay? I think it's some ethics. And so now he's potentially under investigation for ethics violations by his office. At this point, Andrew, just just go home. Like, just go to your mother's house and sleep on the floor. Like, we, we need you to go. It's time to go. We talking about you way too much. I feel like in politics, if we're talking about you way too much about your personal shit or about some shit you did some fuck shit it's time for you to go I, I just that's just me plus new york state doesn't have i don't think they have term limits on how many times you can run for governor so he's it's time for him to go that's all i got to say about that and let's look over there into china yes so if you've not if you don't remember a couple of months back i think even starting in 2020 or maybe even 2019 they had a lot of unrest going on in china and it was because of a lot of the the i guess social issues that they were having over there and so what happened was with, without surprise china was able to really suppress a lot of the opposition groups in hong kong and one of the things that the chinese leaders said that they wanted to do was target the city's wealth gap they believe that if they target the city's wealth gap and lack of affordable housing in beijing which is one of the richest cities in the world they were going to be able to kind of lessen some of the unhappiness that they're having over there in their country so they are looking at ways to broaden the city's tax structure and to make land supply available and to help mitigate inequalities and the high cost of living over there in beijing i don't know if this is a hundred percent what the issue was because i think it's probably the lack of control the lack of information so you know china kind of suppresses the information that the people get i think that was a lot of it a lot of the political stuff going on that wasn't right but this is i guess this is a step okay this is a step um maybe in america only in america um maybe we should do this maybe we should find a way to lessen the wealth gap because if you looked at it for the average white family i think their wealth is about 171,000 to a 17,000 dollar income or wealth family wealth for an african-american family so we, we need to lessen that we need to make sure that there's a way to fix that and how do we give access to more people to be able to have access to capital to land to home ownership to a bank account like there's a lot of things that are blocking people to food we have places that actually have food deserts it's a lot of issues that we have here that we need to work on so maybe maybe here and the grammys aired on sunday yes it did and some people are saying it's the best grammys ever i did not watch this but some people said it was the best and the reason why is because they got rid of all the minutia and all the small talk and all the people pre the, the presenting like little clips and all of that stuff they got rid of all of that and they just had a ton of performances and a ton of music so i guess shout out to the grammys for making it better i just don't need to watch other rich people successful people win awards like y'all can do this shit on your own time like why are we recording this you know what i mean like just give us performances just do a show with performances keep the keep the awards don't be jealous. A lot of things happened. So Taylor Swift took home album of the year for folklore. Meg the Stallion, she also took home awards. She took home two. She took home the one for best new artist, and she won for best rap performance for Savage, which Beyonce, I guess it was the Savage remix, which she brought Beyonce up there alongside, and she made a really good speech, and she stood there with Beyonce and Blue Ivy. Yeah, Blue Ivy made history too, becoming the youngest person to ever, ever win a Grammy, okay, at nine years old. And speaking of Blue Ivy, let's talk about her mama, okay? So Beyonce won that one award, but she won two. One for the Savage Remix and one for Black Parade, which made her the most decorated Grammy awarded female artist of all time. 
So congratulations to Beyonce on breaking that record, especially in Women's History Month, because you know they moved the Grammys from January to March because of COVID. So what a great time for her to win that. She's setting Women's History in Women's History Month. So shout out to Beyonce for that. And Kurt Franklin, who was also there, I don't know if you've seen it, but it has been making the rounds on Black Twitter. There was a phone call that was had between Kurt Franklin and his estranged son, where he completely cusses him out. He calls him a nigga and everything else. And people were like a little taken aback by it. I know a lot of people were defending it. Um, you know, I, I seen a lot of people defending Kurt Franklin saying, oh, we all do that. We all do it. It's fine. He's he's a Christian. But, you know, Christians do that too. Listen, sidebar to a sidebar. Now, just because and I'm not saying I'm a perfect parent. I am not. I've said things that I regret or shouldn't have said. I've done things that I shouldn't have done. I've made mistakes, but I own that shit. What I am going to say, though, is just because we all cuss our kids out and we say stuff like that we shouldn't say and we don't mean, it doesn't mean that the shit is not toxic and the shit shouldn't happen. Just because you do it don't mean it ain't toxic. It means that we all got issues that we need to fucking figure out. That's what that shit means. We can pass down abuse through generations. I'm just saying. So let's stop with that bullshit right now, okay? But what he did do is he apologized. He apologized to, you know, on on the Grammys. Uh, he apologized for his language and his behavior. Now, do I think he needs to be canceled? No, but what I do think is that we need to take a look at how we look at people. Because a lot of the times what we tend to do is, again, put these people up on fucking pedestals and forget that they are human. He, I don't care how many churches he's been into. Human. All right. Human, human beings are imperfect people. They gonna make mistakes, they gonna fuck up, and everything that they do is not right, it's not perfect, and it doesn't require you to have to defend them. That's all I'm saying, but you know, congratulations, Kurt Franklin, or whatever. I thought was a good hit, or whatever. And the Oscar list actually was announced on Monday, so films like Judas and the Black Messiah actually are up for Best Picture. We have Mank and No Man Madland is also up for Best Picture. We have Chadwick Boseman, who actually is up for Best Actor, the, the Academy Award for Best Actor, after his Emmy win. So we will see if he actually wins another one. Um, more than likely, it usually the Emmys precede the Oscar winner, so they usually match. So more than likely, I believe that Chadwick Boseman probably will win the Academy Award, and it definitely was well-deserved. And in some really fucked-up, stupid-ass news... What <sighs> here we go with the fucking fake outrage and the bullshit so people are so if I, for, the, the outrage is why the fuck you needed to make a new space jam that is the out that should be the outrage right there pause like let's stop right there like that we didn't need another one Braun, i love you love you brawny and all of that jazz but did we really need a space jam part two no, because space, which is crazy because this is a fucking cartoon and we've had a couple scandals come out of the fucking cartoon with Pepe Le Pew and all of that shit. Like we've had a lot of fucking issues with these characters, which is, I'm, it's a, I'm a sidebar in a minute, but yeah. So right now people are upset with Space Jam. They did not put Pepe Le Pew in Space Jam. He will not make an appearance, even though he was in the first one. He will not make an appearance in the second one, but people are upset because well the conservatives are upset about lola bunny yes you heard me right there was a poster that came out had all of the main characters in the film lola bunny was one of the main characters of the film and she appears on the poster but she appears on the poster and has a brand new uniform that covers up her midriff and she looks like she's wearing a sports bra, which makes her chest look smaller. And people are upset because she has smaller breasts and she is le a less feminized, sexualized version of a bunny. Listen, um, it's a fucking bunny. It, it, it is a cartoon. Somebody drew it. It's not a person. It's not real. It don't exist. She ain't never been born. Somebody drew that bitch. Like, I, I don't, I, mm, I, I don't understand. Somebody make that shit make sense to me. Like, I, it, it's a fucking 
bunny. Why is it that he's like, you messing up my childhood? I was like, just because you was a nine-year-old boy masturbating to a cartoon bunny doesn't mean that that shit didn't need to change. Like, this is a new film. We in a new time. And maybe they want to make her a real basketball, basketball-like player because, just, just saying, because most women who are playing basketball don't play basketball in a Victoria's Secret brawl. They playing in a sports brawl. That's all I'm saying. And if you've ever had big breasts, this shit hurt. Like, if you don't wear a bra and if you have all the, the shit, this shit, this, I'm out. listen, you back pain. All, mm, so I'm going to need y'all to get y'all shit together because it's just, just stupid. It's just stupid as hell. Like, just stop it. We got other things to worry about. But if you want to watch this, okay. Again, it comes out on July the 16th, which is my mother's birthday. Resting in heaven to her on HBO Max. So make sure you get you an HBO Max subscription so your kids can watch that in the fucking summertime. And Stacey Dash politics and she apologizes, kind of, um, you know, for being a butthole. I, I don't know. A lot of people saying, no, Stacey, stay where you at. We don't want you over here. Your black card has been revoked. And I don't know if she really wants to come back to the black delegation. To be totally honest with you, I haven't seen an application come through. Have you? Have you? Have you? I have not seen an application. But oh, what I will say is no. that people can learn. People can check. I'm not saying that I believe her at all. I, I really feel like she lost her job at Fox News and now she need another job. But just in just retrospect people can actually learn additional information and change their damn mind let's somebody posted that i don't i think it was charlemagne the god let's normalize that so if people get some additional information and they decide that okay what the fuck i was doing was fucked up let's not say oh no you can't come back never and if you haven't had a chance you about to get your lobsters and your shrimps and all of your your lobsters and your scrimps i'm, I'm sorry i said i'm wrong your scrimps get your scrimps together because the stimulus package has arrived yes People have already started getting their stimulus package starting last weekend. It started hitting people's bank accounts like bam, bam, bam. I went into Walmart and people was in there. They was fancy, baby. I saw TVs everywhere. And people was getting mattresses. I didn't even know they sold fucking mattresses in Walmart. They was like, okay, honey. Carts was filled to the sky. I was like, yes, let's get this. We is poor rich. We is poor rich. We is government assistance rich. Yes, honey. So we was out here dipping and doing it. I haven't gotten shit. But, you know, if you are waiting on your stimulus package and you're like, where is my stimulus check? I need a stimulus check. Go to irs.gov and you can actually track the date that your payment is going to come through. So it'll tell you exactly when it's expected to hit your bank account. I think if you're getting a check, I think it might tell you an estimated time frame for that check so make sure you go there if you like i mm -mm, i gotta get my scrimps before they gone okay mm -mm, and some lobster and some steak we surfing and turfing for the next two weeks because most of y'all gonna be gone by then but you know surfing and turfing um it is to stimulate the economy that's what the money is for so stimulate people stimulate and this has been the top 10 trending topics of the week let's get into this interview with our wrdr family <laughs> So we got some guests here and I'm excited because this is for my WRDR family and we're going to be talking to some dynamic women, some great DJs with some blend stress was a term that I found when I was researching some of these people that I'd never heard before, but some blend stresses here. <laughs> And I'm 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 excited. So we have DJ Most Precious. We have DJ Coco Z. We have Christy Love here. We also have Taj Beats, which I think me and her go back like babies and pacifiers since I've been on WRDR for a little bit. And we have DJ Mocha Sunflower, DJ Ayana, and DJ Red Bottom. I don't own any, but one day I'm gonna step up my big girl game and get me some red bottoms. So Welcome to Millennials Anonymous. I appreciate you all here. So I'm going to introduce each one of you because you all deserve, you know, your 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 flowers. I'm going to give you your, all your roses, you know, individually, and then we're going to talk as a group. So let's get let's get into it. DJ Most Precious, 
How are you doing? You hailing all the way from St. Louis, and I believe you in New York now. Is that right? Nope, nope. St. Louis, uh, by way of Texas. From St. Louis, today's a big day for us. It's our 314 day. Um, but yes, St. Louis is born and raised, but in between Texas and St. Louis. I've never been to New York. That's You've not never my been? Bu- on my bucket list. Okay, we, we got to get you to the East Coast. We got to get you to the East Coast. But I, I read here that you... Cru- is, is, am I reading this right? That you are a cruise ship DJ or have been a cruise ship DJ? Yes, ma'am. Currently still still with them as long as things work out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cruise ship DJ for over two years. Um, yeah, that's me. I'm international DJ. Okay. What it's was cool. that like working for the cruise lines? I would assume it would be like dope. Like you, you, you don't dock in the same place. You get to meet a whole bunch of different people, free food. I would hope they give you a free liquor card. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Free food, free room and board. Uh, it's not technically free because we working. So we working for what we stay. We working for what we eat. Um, we working for those places we visit and we do not, we, we technically dock in the same spot for every cruise, but every week is different. Um, the experience is different. You get to go to different places in those ports. Um, I love it. I'm, I never thought I would be doing it, but the opportunity presented itself and it took me to another level and I miss it. I really want to get back bad. Yeah, COVID, COVID has been a son of a bitch. Um, it, it just really has, it, it really, really has. Did you guys, is, am I, did you get stuck? On yes. God, yes. Jesus. I got stuck. <laughs> Hats off to you. How how long were you stuck on on the, the uh, for a month? For a month. I know others were stuck for longer, but I was stuck for a month and really didn't make that month. I was about ready to jump off board at that moment. Um, I'm not trying to say that in a bad way, but unless you were experienced what we experienced, you would not understand where that statement just came from. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I was stuck on there for a month. Um, they wouldn't let us get off. As a U.S. citizen, it didn't matter. I became a seafarer. I became, a, I guess, an immigrant. I became, you know, not U.S. anymore. I was a cruiser. I was a cruise ship worker. So that means I wasn't given the opportunity to get off. I was treated as if I had COVID, and I oh, didn't. Wow. I don't. Um, we couldn't fly. All that good stuff, like all that bad stuff, I should say, was what I went through. And it took a toll on me for months. Oh, wow. Months. I could imagine. I could imagine it's probably like being being in prison. So yes. definitely yes. imagine. Well, no, I, I could nope. not imagine. <laughs> Prisoners got more time out their room than we did. Um, that is a bad thing because we had to we have precautions. We had regulations. We had to follow what you guys are doing on land. We did on the ship. But it was even worse because we were like confined even smaller spaces. Um, it, it, yeah, we were. Everybody used that comparison. You were like a prisoner. That's that's what they say. But prisoners have more time outside in the yard than we did. Ooh, ooh, my hat goes off to you. That's definitely something to have to deal with. But my hat definitely goes off for you. And although you said you've never been to New York, you you guess DJ for Sway in the morning. Yes, I did. That was actually, you know, a mix that got selected. So I didn't come in person. I was pre pre-recorded, I guess, or pre-selected. And I made it just for them. What they expected, 30 minutes, pure fire. And I got selected to be on there. As well as Dash Radio, too. Dope, dope, dope. And let, let's, let's talk to DJ Coco Z. You here with me? Yes, I'm here. Okay, so dope. So we Cleveland, Cleveland in the house, Ohio representing. Yep. Oh, that's so dope. Congratulations to you. I, I hear that you have successfully completed a year at 95.9 WOVU. Am I, is, am I hearing that right? Yes. So congratulations to you. So Thank you. You're, you're very welcome. So you said that Jam Master J is 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 the idol of yours, somebody that you kind of look up to. Why? Why of all the, the amazing DJs that they had back in the day? Why? What about Jam Master J really made you say, damn, that's the one right there? Because he he really just paved his own way in a creative way that made him stand out amongst everybody else during his time. You know, it was just like, this is what I want to do. 
and I'm not changing because of everything else that's going on around me. And when I won um, my first DJ battle, like I was able to use one of his records and I learned how to beat Jekyll. It was just all so, what word, what's the word I'm looking for? I would say iconic, okay. <laughs> you know, how it all came together, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, wow, like it kind of just set the tone for me and my DJ career. So I just connected with that. That's dope. And I, I hear you also, I was reading that you're the official DJ for the Cle Cleveland Fusion. How did that yes. come How did that come to pass? They reached out to me um, actually a year before I started, but I wasn't available. I was really booked up that summer. And they ended up coming back to me the following year and I was available and um, I joined the squad and I became their DJ. So it was dope. Are you a football girl? Been, you like football? Yes, I actually, I am a Ohio State Buckeye. So I love football. I love college football, I would say. I'm not really into NFL, but I watch college football. So it was dope to be able to see women play. And they're actually really good. So, yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, so shout out to you for that. I love football too. I can't get into college because it's like, it'd be like 110 to 215. <laughs> and I'm just like, mm, I can't really get with that. But I, I represent for the women. Shout out. I like to see more women in sports. So big ups to you. Definitely right there. And I believe it's a, a DJ Ayana. I think she got to run soon. So let, 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 let me, let me, let me holler at you really quickly. New York, you, New York born, New York born and bred. New York in the house, baby. You already know. <laughs> see the building. She brought, got, she brought the Tims here and everything. We got the Tims and the Yankee fitted. We doing it. So you got a lot of titles. You are artists. You are producer. You are a syndicated host. All of the above, and you even have been a rapper at some point. Is that right? Yes, I yes I was <laughs> way back in the day in the nineties. I did a little something something, and you know. Okay, you don't you don't you don't dabble anymore. No sixteens, no high sixteens for you. No bars. You got to catch me on the right day. On the right day, you know, I may spit a little something, but my focus really right now is on DJing, on production. Uh, I have a, I have an internet radio station. Uh, I've been producing for a, a lot of different artists and, and some bands. So that's really where my focus is uh, as of right now. Okay. And you, you have really, really, really been entrenched in the music industry. You also did A&R. Or like an indie mm -hmm. label, I want to ask you because A and R is kind of it disappeared. Uh, the music industry is is just different. How do you feel that the lack of A and R really has changed the music game? Oh man, that, that's a great question. It has definitely changed because artists are not being developed to have career longevity. And that, that was, you know, that's a part of A&R is artist development. And with the lack of A&R in the industry, you know, a lot of record labels, both indie and major, are really just looking for finished products, complete packages where they can just, you know, uh, throw some money into promotion and marketing and look to earn a profit. So... They're not really looking to develop artists. And so because of that, you have a lot of artists that are just coming and going. Uh, they're not they're not prepared to be in the spotlight. They're not prepared to be stars. Uh, they don't have media training. They they don't even have their business together. A lot of times it's just, you know, they don't know how to handle the pressure of, of what it means to be a celebrity or even how to be a celebrity because there's training that that's involved with that so that you don't completely uh, embarrass yourself or torpedo, torpedo your career before it even really starts. So I would say that's the biggest impact of, of A&R kind of uh, being pushed to the background is um, the artists are really suffering uh, from lack of, lack of training, lack of mentorship. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree with you more. I see it all the time, especially with social media. You would think they would want more A&R with social media, especially since now you can dig your own grave daily if you choose to. Um, So you would think that they would do that. But a lot of people don't even know what A&R is. And I, when I tell you, I 
a while back, I had to Google that. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's I didn't know what it was until I actually had to look that up. But more people definitely need it. And we we have Christy Love, who's also stomping from New York City. It, it, are you in the building? I'm definitely in the building. Okay, because I know you was born in Cleveland, though, right? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Cleveland right now. I moved back to Cleveland. All right, so well, all right, so let let's talk about it a little bit. So you you moved from Cleveland, so you was born in Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland has a hub. They got a hub of, of great DJs right there in in Cleveland to yes. NYC back to Cleveland. What made you make the move? You you, you didn't like the the atmosphere of New York or the music industry no. is different. No, actually, I had been in New York for over ten years, so. Okay. I think for me, it was just a natural progression to kind of come back. I was getting a little bit older, you know what I mean? So it was like, I just wanted to kind of get a slower pace as far as my day-to-day living, but I still go back and forth. So that helped. Um, But yeah, I feel new to Cleveland again, which is odd (laughs) since I was raised here, but um, so, so it's a it's it's an adjustment for you that like that fast pace, real aggressive to yes. back to a slower pace. Yes, yes, which is kind of what I wanted. But whenever I want that pace, I always just go back to the city and go back to New York, go to LA. You know what I mean? I always was a big traveler, DJed in Japan, um, okay. doing radio stuff. So I was always kind of hopping around. But I got my I got my bones in New York. I learned in New York. I crate digged in New York. You know what I mean? I all my skills came from being in New York. Okay. Who who are your what is your biggest influence? Because like Cleveland or, or Ohio has its own sound, I, I would say, as far as music and DJing. And then New York has its own sound. Where where is your sound? Is it more yeah. New York? It's probably more New York because I did a lot of old school parties. I work with a lot of old school hip hop artists like Dinko D from Leaders of the New School, Jerobi from Tribe Called Quest. We used to do parties um, called Party Flavors. So doing those old school parties got me into that throwback mode and that old school hip hop mode. I still do new music. I still live in the trap, but (laughs) (laughs) but I love my old school hip hop R&B and hip hop, you know what I mean? So I try and meld that and blend that with the new school to kind of show the old, you know, the new generation where the, you know, all the new music now is mostly coming from, you know, everything circles back around. So I like bridging that gap between the millennials and the, you know, the Gen Xers or whatever you want to call them and kind of show that what you listening to kind of came from something already, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I, I like to show people that. Yeah, because I feel like as a millennial, I feel like that about the new, the Generation Z, the the, the Zoomers. Like, I'm like, yeah. damn, we can't have nothing. But I know y'all, right. like a lot of the people that are older than millennials, like, no, we can't have nothing. Because <laughs> we've right. taken everything and we've changed it around. So are you also, are you an artist or a supporter of the arts? Because I think you are on thinkblack.com. Is that right? No, but I do support the art. Actually, the part that I used to do a lot of art parties. A lot of my friends are artists and photographers. So I would do a lot of their art gallery parties um, and their little pop up parties. Not little. They used to be kind of big. But and, you know, in New York, the art scene is real big. So Mm -hmm. they meld art and music together very well. And I love that. So I actually would love to bring that to Cleveland and do artist pop-up parties, do live art installations, um, and kind of bridge the gap on that as well and bring that more to Cleveland. When I moved back, I did do, there are a couple on the west side that happened, so that's good. And hopefully, you know, now that we're coming out of the pandemic, those can get started again, because those are a great thing to be able to see somebody do live painting, live art, and then also live music, have artists come through, perform. It's a, it's a good time. I think you should. I think they should have that in cities all over. Matter of fact, yeah. make it traveling. Make it traveling. Come all yeah. over the place. Definitely. I definitely <laughs> will support definitely. that. That and is a good idea. A traveling party. I think that would be so dope. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got to talk to to my, my OG WRDR uh, fam, Tosh Beats from, from Akron. I hope. Do you know my baby? Do you know LeBron? Please tell me you know LeBron. I've seen him before. I don't know him. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I've been trying to find a way to to stalk and harass that man for years, but it's fine. I'll figure it out. But how are you doing? I, I know, like, I've been listening to your your set for a while now. You are one of my my favorites. I will say that. So how are you doing today, ma'am? I am doing okay. I actually have a hangover, but. <laughs> 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 we appreciate your honesty. Right. We're going to keep it 100 today. I had to DJ last night. I didn't get home to three and because the time moved up and tequila was my friend yesterday, last night. Mm, you got to stay away from that Patron. You got to stay away from it. It'll, yeah. It'll fuck you up. And yeah. you did. You lost a whole hour. I don't know if you knew that on in advance. I but. didn't know it until... <laughs> I thought that was the liquor. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, I know I ain't oversleep. Did I sleep that long? No, this cannot be. But you you were actually recognized. I don't know if you know this, but you were recognized on blackvibes.com as the blendstress. That's like the first time I'm hearing that. How how uh, do you really hold your own in the Ohio space with such a hub of different uh, DJs there? Um, I just try to be as creative and just be true to yourself because everybody has their own way of doing things. So you just stay true to true to you. Like me, I grew up, I was raised in Queens in New York. So when I moved here, um, I kind of just blended the sounds from the East to the Midwest. So that's what helped me just try to stay different. Okay. But yeah, Cleveland has some really nice, dope DJs. I learned a lot about DJing in Cleveland. Yeah, and it does is that why you're more of a hip hop sound? Because I noticed that a lot of the New York City DJs, people who are born in New York City, bring that hip hop culture with them if they do music wherever they go. Is that is that where that comes from? That heavily hip hop influence beats. Absolutely, right. That is hip hop. Like we just grew up hip hop, you know. Like some people, our grandparents and whatnot grew up Motown. We just straight hip hop. Like I've never known anything but hip hop because that was just part of us. So being that that is the case, then we had a lot of like boom, bad rap. It was a lot of different types, but it was just straight hip hop. Hip hop did everything for us. Oh, yeah, for sure. Are you old? Would would you consider yourself? Because you play old school. Yeah, I play play old school and... I play because that's my favorite genre, like the the '90s and the 2000s. Or is my not genre, whatever you call that decade. That's the tequila. Just okay. Take <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the '90s and the 2000s was my favorite um music. Late '90s to all 2000s. Okay, okay, dope, dope, dope. And our last New Yorker, Rockland County, in this bitch. Stomping, like I said, I don't have no bottoms. I, I've never owned oh, red man. bottoms. I was thinking about <laughs> painting my shoes red at the bottom. But how are you doing today, DJ Red Bottom? I'm good. I'm good. Just a quick correction. I'm I'm actually from upstate New York, but it's not Rockland. I'm from Orange County. Okay. So I got, yeah, from the 845. So I got to put my mark on the map, make sure I rep for them. Currently uh, in uh, Long Island, though. Got you, got you. I didn't know they had Orange County in New York. I've learned yeah, something yeah. new. There you go. OC, OC in this bitch. Yeah. I corrected. I, I stand corrected. <laughs> so you have done a lot and you work with a lot of different people. Like I I, I wasn't stalking anybody. Maybe I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I don't know. But I was taking a look at your Instagram and it looks like you you have connections with like Bismarcky and DJ Jazzy Jeff. How have they are, are you close with them? Um, Bismarcky is actually one of my husband's best friends. So, um, over the past couple of years, uh, we've, um, grown into a brother sister type relationship. Um, so very close with Biz. Big shout out to him. Okay. Get well okay. soon, big bro. Yeah. I was going to say that. I hope he's doing, I hope he's doing well. And has he given you advice in the music industry? Have you, you know, is your husband also in the industry? Yeah, yes, he is. Um, he's also a DJ. Uh, shout out DJ Diamond, the artist. Um, he is EPMD's current DJ. Um, okay. And their beginning DJ. But um, Biz, yeah, Biz always tells me to stay, stay true to myself and be me and don't let nobody change that. So that's something that um that I've always kind of stuck with um, throughout the years. So, okay, 
dope. And you did uh, VH1's Puma Christmas Benefit. What was that like? What was that feeling like being like newer to to the game and getting such a big opportunity was, like that? It was pretty dope. Um, it was actually when I first started DJing and it was like probably one of the bigger events that I had started off with. And I mean, like just the experience alone was dope. I got a lot of exposure off of it. I was able to showcase what I can do and, you know, I, you know, it wasn't a gig that somebody hooked me up with, you know, they, you know, they saw me, they liked me and they pulled me to do the gig and, you know, it worked out. It was a dope gig. Awesome. Dope, dope, dope. Definitely. We got a lot of New York, a lot of New York up in here. <laughs> Uh, but I, I I can't miss Miss Mocha Sunflower. So DJ Mocha Sunflower, how are you doing here? Oh man, I'm not too bad. I hope you're well too. <laughs> I'm doing very well. I, I you have a very soothing voice. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. you. Do like an audio book or something. Like you have a very soothing, soothing voice. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. And on, you're also hailing from New York City. Is that right? Um. I would say from? so. I'm a New You're... Yorker. <laughs> um, when New York adjacent. Me... <laughs> New York, New York. Yes, I'm a Brooklyn girl. I'm currently in the Bronx right now, but um, I'm a Brooklyn girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Brooklyn stand up. Brooklyn Brooklyn's stand up. in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you do the 20th anniversary of Simon Says? W were you there with that? Oh yes, um, Pharrell Munch's album. Yes, 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 yes. That's Internal dope. Affairs. Yes, that's 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 people's right there. Pharrell, that's my people's. Big up to Organized Confusion. Those, those are my people's. Prince Paul. Like though, because that song. I remember um, that song. That song is stuck, stuck in my head. <laughs> uh, it was great. Like, it was so interesting that day because it rained like. Oh man, it was, it was, <laughs> didn't think the turnout was going to be like it was. It was a good turnout despite all of the rain. And so, yeah, it was awesome. It was really awesome. <laughs> really that's, awesome. That's <laughs> I was amazing. trying to do the thing where you can see my face, but <laughs> that's a turnout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. And I'm going a little long. I see Dizzy. He's, he's kind of like in the background. But so let me <laughs> let me ask you guys some some questions really quickly just about being, you know, it's, it's Women's History Month. You guys have a big women's history set coming up on WRDR where you are going to be rocking the station. Women are taking over. OK, so mm -hmm. if you have not had a chance to download the app, make sure you go download the WRDR app in the Apple Store or you can go to the uh, Google Store. If you have Android like me, I don't got the money to get Apple maybe one day, but not right now. <laughs> so I want to ask you all, what is it like being a female DJ in this male driven industry? I could imagine it's a lot of people hitting on you. You know, I'm gonna buy you a drink. It's a lot of people that don't take you seriously because you're oh a gosh. woman. What, oh what my is gosh. It like being a female DJ? Mm. Or, like, who trivial. wants to take that <laughs> and ask you about music history and test you know, you? you know what's funny? Um, I don't know if any of you ladies here you be in the booth and somebody's like waiting for a man to be in the booth like where's your boyfriend like <laughs> and you'll be playing your set. Yeah. It's, like, it's just like i'm i'm yeah, standing here playing my set so that's one like you know yeah i guess you can trick everybody it'll be like this oh wow it's you and right. so i don't know if this happens to anyone here but it's just yeah that's that happened to me that's DJ here. That that's happened to me. Um, but it, it's always a joy, or like when you turn up and then they're expecting, you know, the, a man to be the DJ or whatever. And you turn up and they're kind of looking at you. They find you attractive, but they you can tell like they they doubt your ability to like really be a good DJ and rock the mm -hmm. rock the crowd and everything. And then when you do exactly that, you know, the look on their their faces <laughs> is just so satisfying to me because <laughs> <laughs> you completely shot them and yeah. just like out yeah. of the water you know yeah, well, the respect is there once you, are, but is it, do you get the feeling that 
you have to prove you have to prove that you are a good DJ before they actually mm-hmm. give you the respect that you are yeah. and can actually yes. yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Every day. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, can imagine that would be a rough thing. Uh, definitely as as a woman walking into a male uh, driven driven industry. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. I will say it's very satisfying to see how satisfied they are, but there's also a double-edged sword because you're like, why did you doubt me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Uh, oh, you up here because you cute. Right. Yeah, here because you can DJ. Then they hear you. I know. Like, oh, you a girl? You did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like. Mm-hmm. You could be the best female out there, but they, you know, you come in the club, they looking at you like, ah, oh, she's just a chick. She got here because yeah, of it. She got yeah, here because yeah. she she blew or something yeah, like that. And then they yeah. hear you rock. And then it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So do the yeah. celebrities in the pretty, like the Instagram models who want to DJ, does that drive you crazy? Like, yeah. When okay. um, they can't is, actually really. <laughs> yeah, if they suck, if if they're not, if they don't actually have the skills, yeah, I, I, I'm not really feeling that. But some of them have put the work in and and have gotten themselves to a point where you know I could I could definitely salute them because mm-hmm. they they're serious about the craft. So if they're serious about the craft, then hey, you know we all got to start somewhere. Yeah. But if it's just a hustle for them, if they on IG, you know, butt ass naked, spinning some records, you know, <laughs> I can't really respect right. that. That's yeah, thing. that's what I was thinking about. But like, I, I think they're good. Some of them are really good, and I, like you said, I give them their props if they, if they're really serious. But then some of them just want to like DJ in like six inch heels, and I don't know how they do that. I wish I could <laughs> learn how to do that. Yeah, but big up to the heel wearers, seriously. I can't. I don't know how they do that. <laughs> like that's that that's what I used to do it, but my feet pay for it now. That's why I'm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta live up to the name. Oh, yeah, you. Yeah, you <laughs> put yeah, yourself so in a box. <laughs> More so now, like I'm like, listen, I'm getting older. I'm I'm, I'm wearing my, my sneakers. They got red bottoms too. We, but you know, <laughs> it ain't easy. I tell you that. You know, stand on your feet six, seven, eight hours. Y'all know how oh, it is. No. There you mm-hmm. go. Just yeah, add that to the yeah. add that to the end. Red bottom sneakers. DJ red bottom sneakers. Then when you come, <laughs> right. it's already DJ kitten heel. Maybe a kitten heel. I know. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> church DJ church shoots you got there you go <laughs> but why aren't more female DJs working together like where, why don't we hear like when you hear who are the best DJs who are the great DJs there are very few females on that list and I think a lot of it is because a lot of female DJs don't necessarily work together what why is that bond not there you know what um I liken it to, I'm not sure if that's what it is, but I liken it to um, even with recording artists, like for some reason, either people are pitting two women against each other, or it's like, it can only be one woman at a time. I'm not sure why it's like that, but it's usually, I don't know if this is the case with DJs, but um, yeah, it always just seems to be a thing where like the women are singled out and I don't I don't know if that's the case for anyone else here but it just seems that way so it's like it can only be one woman it can't yeah. be like a crew yeah. or it, it just seems that way I'm not sure if that's the it case it does though. seem like that because like, it's a male dominated industry it's a male, we're in a male dominated industry like it, it just doesn't never add up it doesn't yeah. add up. Never. Like, no, no. Watching us all on this call, I was thinking, why are we only doing this one month a year? We should be doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> good point. <laughs> good point. Busy? Wait, you hear that, Busy You hear that? Busy <laughs> what, D? Calling you out. We calling you out now. Um, I was like, one thing. Gang, gang. One thing I can say, like, me living here, like, like Coco Z, she is like the best. And um, when I first started out, she actually would, she called and asked could I like cover for her sometime. Like she is like the truth. And I just appreciate mm-hmm. that. Like she showed Thank love she down to earth. She keep it real. She's a, she's a good person. That's awesome. She's a good person. Thank you. <laughs> That's good. That's we need so a good very welcoming in, in the Clee. 
<laughs> it's funny because I was going to say I, I, I do want to thank Ayan I haven't seen her in some time But like She was just like yeah you want to do it And I was like oh yeah <laughs> So I do I do thank Ayan Because I, I I do know her From when she was rhyming <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah you do girl <laughs> That's how far we go back We go back as that go back far. Very far That is true you, you know me from back then Yeah but no no I, You know it's just I always knew you as like a good Sister you know what I'm saying Just humble um, always joyful, laughing, smiling, and I know you got skills. So I was like, oh, she would be perfect for this. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is see, it, it, we ended on a positive note. I was going to ask you all to represent for unknown or or a female DJ that you really, really, really just you rock with, you fuck with, but you guys kind of already started doing that. Um, if you haven't yeah. had a chance to shout out a female DJ because it's Women's History Month, what DJs should we be listening to? Of course, everybody on this call. But besides, <laughs> you know, everybody on, on this call, are there any female DJs that you want to give a big shout out that has been an inspiration to you or somebody you just kind of like, oh, I just fuck with her. She is she is the truth. Outside oh. of hair, Reborn. <clears throat> DJ yeah. Reborn. Natasha. Um, Natasha, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh man. I'm like now. I'm stuck, and I'm like I could think of some women right now. Bev, Bev, yes, yes. Put together the Black Girls Rock. I love. Yes, Beverly Bond. Yes, indeed. I want to shout out um, DJ Young Nisha, (laughs) DJ Riri, um, definitely Coco Z, who I know for been known for years. DJ 4.0, DJ Cali Royce, DJ, golly, there's so many names I can't think of them, but I'll, <laughs> uh, shout out to every female DJs, those who we all encountered, those who were inspired by us, those yeah. we are by, um, just shout out to everybody, we don't get one month, this is every day for us in the yeah, industry. True. true. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to shout out to every one of you ladies, um, thank you. Likewise. Likewise. Thank you to WRDR because I wouldn't have known some of you, um, majority of you, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but, but I, I, want, I want to shout out Coco too because she is definitely big stomping in the land right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Look, I'm going to get my shout outs in. I want to shout out um, my girl DJ Jelly. Uh, I got a shout out. Oh my God, I just had her name on the tip of my tongue. Um, uh, I'm having a brain fart, but right now it's cool. But um, <laughs> I, look, I'm 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 feeling Taj beats because I had got had a DJ last night and Patron was was not my friend either. Um, <laughs> but I got I wanted to um shout out also. Uh, I've been watching uh DJ Diamond Cuts do her thing. Um, mm. I really like that she's been paving the way for women DJ like on the next level. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been looking at her work as far as like her DJing and producing uh, and just watching her grow. And I feel like she's been uh, helping us as women DJ, you know, go to the next level in, in, in a male dominated industry. Mm-hmm. And definitely got to shout out everybody on the call for sure, because I, I have an all female DJ crew, actually. Oh, DJs, but I just. Coco Z is, has taken up so much of my time. I haven't really had time to cultivate it like I want. But my goal is to definitely bring camaraderie to female DJs and mm-hmm. to kind of get us to be able to work together and build together or wherever we can. So I always just try to add that to whatever I'm doing. Like if I see a female DJ or if I if I come across a female DJ that's dope, I try to you know, incorporate them in anything that I'm doing or if I can help them get something done or however, I, I just try to do that. So, yeah. So dope. So oh. dope. So, so I want to, because like I said, DJ probably, I mean, D- DJ Dizzy D, Dizzy D probably about to get me. Everybody, I'm going to go one at a time. Give me your IG handle so that people can follow you and hear who you are. Let's go. Let's start off to, well, technically on the screen is my right, Tosh Beats. How can people follow you on IG? Uh, DJ Tosh Beats. That is T A S H B E A T Z. 
Um, same with what you say? Oh, Instagram. The same with Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, or and Mixcloud. Okay, and and if you have a website or whatever, you can also say if you have a website and you put that in there too. All right, let's see. DJ Mocha Sunflower. Which what's, what's your what's your social media handles? How can people reach you? On Instagram as Fedora McLaren. Someone hacked my Mocha page, so it's on um Fedora McLaren on Instagram. Just oh. really, really simple. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Her voice is just so refreshing. It really, really is. Thank and you. DJ Ayana, how can people find you? Uh, all my social media is at DJ Ayana Soyani. So that's uh, DJ A-Y-A-N-A-S-O-Y-I-N-I at DJ Ayana Soyani. They can also check out my official website, soyanisound.com, S-O-Y-I-N-I sound.com. They can download uh, previous episodes of my radio shows merchandise email list the whole work so you need and it's so her, her website is so professional by the way i was like oh she got <laughs> fancy i like that and dj red bottom how can people find you um all handles dj underscore red bottom website is it's dj dope dope and dj most precious how can people find you and follow you DJ MOS Precious, no T in my name. Everything is DJ MOS Precious everywhere. My website, my company is mostpreciouspromotes.com, as well as my personal site, djmostprecious.com. Everything's simple, just DJ MOS Precious. Okay. And the Phil Jackson of female DJs in the land, DJ Coco Z. How can people find you? You can find me at DJ Coco Z Everything. That's DJ C O C O Z Everything.com. All my mixed cloud, SoundCloud, IG, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Everything is DJ Coco Z. And I remember the female DJs. It's DJ Queen Caesar in this land. And uh, my girl, Queen DJ Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> I had to shout her out because she's been doing her thing. I love the love. I love the love, the, the, the girl power, the love that we have here. And we have <laughs> Christy Love. How can we find you and follow you? Uh, you can find me at DJ Christy Love on Instagram. And Christy is C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E. Everything, um, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Facebook, Snapchat, all DJ Christy Love. And then the site is GetChristyLove.com. Hey. So, see, so I is love that, her. Is, that, is consistent. Is, is that I'm sorry, is, is that get Christy Love? Is that a, a nod to that old TV show that used to come on hey. back in the day? You know it is. So when you hey. hear my show, I, like I start all my mixes with that drop. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what, that's what immediately I was thinking when I seen your name. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> so I, I love it. Thank you all for spending some time with me because it's it's super, 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 duper, duper, duper appreciative of that because I know everybody's super, super busy. And make sure if you're listening to this that you stay locked and loaded to WRDR all weekend so that you can hear these wonderful women for the WRDR Women's Month Music Marathon this Sunday, March 21st, 2021 from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. We are starting off with DJ Most Precious at 12 and we're going to end with the Red Bottoms at 7 p.m. So make sure you are locked there. Uh, much appreciative to all the ladies here. This is Black Girl Brilliant. Some people call it magic. I call it smart because this shit takes work. So I appreciate <laughs> all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. So this has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes. And I want to thank all the lovely ladies from WRDR for stopping through and for lending their voices to Millennials Anonymous Podcast. They will be representing and rocking and rolling. So make sure you are locked and loaded into WRDR on Sunday so that you can hear some great music from some great female DJs from 12 to 8 p.m. So shout out to them. Uh, we will be back next week. We're going to have an, a guest 
I'm not going to tell you who, like I said, until the interview is in the bag. And then also I have a couple, so I got to figure out exactly who is going to be where. All right. So we are going to have a guest. I'll just leave it at that. And I will let you know a little later about who the fuck it will be. All right. So just stay for that. Uh, we will be going on a break. I'm going to keep saying this every week. So you get it. We're going to be going on a break in April. Yes. Yes. We're going on a break, but not a forever break. We ain't going on one of them brunching breaks. We was like, we're going on a break. And then it was like, we never coming back. Like, that's not what we doing. Like, I'm, I am still, I'm stacking interviews as we speak for season four. Okay, so make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you are locked and loaded. And while we on break, by the way, if you have just been introduced to me, go back and watch the old episodes because what I've been doing is uploading throwback episodes of Millennials Anonymous in cartoon version, okay? And people have been really, really liking them. They've been really responding to it. So if you've not heard those interviews, which were some dope ass interviews, make sure you you do that. Because this week, I think the one, the throwback episode that's going to come out is the delay interview, which I have to interview delay again, because we had a lot of sound issues. We had a lot of technical issues. So we lost a lot of great content because of the sound quality so i think i might reach back out to his peoples because i I gotta re-interview him he's such a dope dude too he's just one of those he has a light about him like some people just carry around this light where they can light up a room and he's one of those people so dope guy we're gonna be a clip of that so make sure you stay tuned for that it was a really great interview the sound was rough but the interview itself was really really good and then i think we will be also airing the matthew clips from that matthew knowles interview because his podcast just dropped um recently so i think he's like four episodes in so if you've not had a chance you make sure you go and you check him out as well so we may re-air that one in a throw black throw throw black clip i like that a throw black clip okay it was a, a, a fumble of the tongue, but it worked. So make sure you go check that out on our Instagram page, Millennials Anonymous Podcast on IG. You can also find us on Facebook, but I don't really fuck with Facebook like that that much anymore because Facebook don't be popping. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and I'm old. I say popping. Fuck y'all. Just, I can say what I want. So make sure you do that and check out the conference because that's coming. Registration will open soon. And... I feel like I'm missing something. But if I am, I'm sorry. So make sure y'all stay safe out there. I know things are relaxing and people, things are opening back up. But make sure you still stay safe, okay? We will be back again next week. And like I said, black girl brilliance. Some people call it magic. I call it brilliance because this shit takes work. Ain't no magic involved. So we will be back here next week.